Hi, I'm Erin Richards. And I'm Tara Bethan. And we're Not Not Trying. Two best mates jumping on the baby making train together. So come and join us through the highs and lows from mucus to meltdowns, ayahuasca to acupuncture, dildos to doulas, and everything in between. Erin, what's between a dildo and a doula? Uh, a dick? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Recording in progress. <laughs> yes. Today, babe. It's we the second it. week and we actually managed to do all the tech. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, let's not jinx ourselves. I can see a red recording button there. You are recording there. I've got this over here. I think we've done it. Also, I was like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm going to sit here. Of course, Erin's late. She's late for everything and I'm always on time. And then I got the message. I've got my AirPods in ready. And I was like, ah, headphones. Where are my headphones? Where are my headphones? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for messaging me to remind me about the headphones. Yes. Yes. So, so are you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> No, me neither. Oh, well, not yet. yet. But we're both on the same cycle, so we're only just ovulating, right? Or I almost. Which means we're basically going to get pregnant on our birthdays, right? We've been through this. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry sorry for the spoiler, guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to end after three three sessions. And then they live happily ever after. La, 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 la. (laughs) So how are you? How's your week been? Oh, God. It's a really hard week this week. Oh, really? Why? Yeah. Well, in true Tara Beth and Erin Richards fashion, I went out on a massive night out on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And then started a detox on Monday. Mm -hmm. Just like standard. So, yeah, I went to a big party in a warehouse till like 4am and then the next day like exclusively ate sugar like nothing <laughs> no, nothing but sugar it's past the only my way. lips until about four in the afternoon but it was horrendous because people had come over for a pre-party at mine and they brought a cake that one of my, a couple of my mates got married so they brought a cake from that so then that was left over plus apple pie plus all like loads of Kit Kats and I ate Kit. I ate Kit Kats or like this orange flavor from nine a.m. <laughs> when I woke up, which was too early considering I'd gone to bed at four. From nine a.m. until two p.m., I just ate Kit Kats. I must have eaten like six of these Kit Kat things. Didn't your mouth then get ate- really dry because of all the wafer? <laughs> no, oh, I didn't because of all the chocolate. It was horrendous. And then at some point I was like, I have to put protein in my body. So I ate like loads of cornbread and the cake. Then at like four, I was like, I have to put protein on my body. So I ate like a pack of turkey ham. So that's how I prepared for my detox, which very, very like clearly states, try to cut out sugar in the run up. And I was like, no. I'm going to do the opposite to that. So then I just have had the worst, like, week of just feeling awful and... Have you had, like, like, sugar shakes? 
sugar shakes, headaches. This morning, like today, I woke up at 4 a.m. and haven't slept since. I've just what? woke up with the worst anxiety I've ever had. So hang on. I was, think my blood sugar's all over the, the place. Was the detox already planned? And then the, well, let's blame yeah. the people who got married and their cake for kind of throwing you off schedule. Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> detox, I... <laughs> Well, I think it was my fault because I went to a big old party. I think that was the Yeah, but had they the not have got married and brought the cake and got you all excited? Let's just blame them. It's easier. I don't know them sure. either. So. <laughs> How's okay. your week? Um, How are you doing? To be honest, it was really, really dark for a lot longer than I expected. So mm. I was on like day two, wasn't I, of my period, which is like the winter yeah. day. Yeah, it's winter. Um, that night of the day that we spoke, um, I did this classic thing of I always, whenever I do any sort of work, I talk myself into, that's the worst job you've ever done in your life. You should have tried harder. You could have been better. So I managed to do that to myself, but I also had to go to a party. About the podcast. About, about our the podcast, podcast. yeah, about oh. the episode. Babe, it's brilliant. We're I, fabulous. No. We're going, <laughs> we're, we're entering our summer. It's fabulous. But don't, yeah, you know, I was on the worst day yeah, of the no, whole totally cycle. Yeah, yeah. I was in a bit of pain. And then I had to go to this party that I really didn't want to go to, but it was older people. And I kind of felt if I don't go, it kind of won't happen. And it was just, I, yeah, it wasn't the greatest of timing and time of the month to be doing all this stuff. But then also mm. it, normally after day two of my period, I kind of start swimming to the surface and I feel like I'm shedding. I, I lose a lot of water attention, definitely sort of day yeah. three, four. And then I start feeling like, like the water that's been swelling around my brain has meant that all this horrible toxin sort of vibe has gone. Um, but that yeah. didn't happen. It was really weird. It was like it lasted, well, until Monday. So I, I was still kind of really on a, on a full-on blown day two of a period, sort of five days in. That rarely happens, <sighs> I don't know. But it did come very early. So I think maybe maybe yeah. the change of the season, the clocks went back here. I think that oh kind of God, thing yeah. just threw me a little bit. And I've really just felt like all I want to do is be in my house, make a fire, cuddle my dog, and have my husband make me soup, which he's very good at, by the way. Um, <laughs> But of course, there's life as well, isn't there? And realistically, if we had kids, of course we couldn't sit at home with self-pity and period pain. It would be like, get up, you've got mouths to feed. So, um, yeah, it's been a weird one. I think as well, I've been thinking a lot more about baby making since episode mm -hmm. one. And of I'm course. feeling really good at, mo at the moment about that. Um, okay. So, yeah, I think it, it basically it was dark at the beginning of the week and now it's gotten better. Weirdly, I've started running and really cut back on my sugar and booze intake. And that's interesting because you didn't mention last week about this um, detox. So I wonder if it's a seasonal mm. thing or whether it's where we are in our cycles or whether you just like telepathically told me to start clearing my body out, <laughs> ready for baby making. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know that the I don't know that the detox thing is that good for for me though. Like, as in, 
I'm doing it because I have to do a filming thing next week or the week after. So it's like the cat, like, you know, get rid of weight, classic. Like nobody's forcing me. I'm just doing it to myself. Everyone always says like, oh my God, have they asked you? And it's like, never as a single person from production or director or anyone ever asked me to lose weight, but it's just my own shit that I do. It's only ever happened to me once, and it was when I was 16. So, I remember yeah. you said that's horrendous. I don't think I mentioned this last week, did I? I think I've told you, no. but I've not told the listeners. So, yeah, basically, I was doing a second series of a being a band member in a pop group in a programme. So we were like the Welsh language S Club 7 type thing and we had our own show. Um, And I just started in college. I'd moved away from home at 16 to London and I just ballooned because I ate everything I wanted at any point. So like Lucas ate for breakfast, twirl for mid-morning brunch snack. Um, And I put two stone on really quickly. And you know, I'm only like five foot and a four and a fart. So I, I, you it really you noticed it but it, you know it was puppy fat then it came to trying on the costumes for the second series and i was just i was asked nicely but i was asked can you try and lose a bit of that puppy fat oh my god yeah so i but but it's interesting what you just said about the detox thing because i've got a thing coming up at the end of this month and I'm making a music video and I'm really aware that I'm going to be in a sequined cat suit. Um, and Amazing. generally from Love November that. to February, I just let myself gain half a stone because it's like my little winter coat underneath my skin. It yeah, needs it in this absolutely. bloody freezing cold it. country. Blubber. Totally. <laughs> However, my brain immediately goes, like you just said, oh God, I need mm. to lose that extra little wobbly bit because I'm going to be on camera. And the Mm. question I have now is, can we still be living like that if we're trying to create an Mm. environment that is going to be warm and cosy for a baby to grow? And So what I've been thinking over these next few weeks, for the first time ever possibly, is rather than than doing my all or nothing Ricky Hatton-esque, and now I'm eating (laughs) lettuce and running five miles every morning, um, I'm just going to try and do it really gently to myself. Gently, Much she better. says. And what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm on day two. Not eating a huge cake, a wedding cake. You're on oh, day yeah. two. But I get yeah, I'm on a, day two. Of a, like, of healthy... Just trying to maybe, like, halve the craziness. And when I say craziness, it's mainly cheese, red wine, mm. bread, you know, all the really mm. cosy, wintry things, basically. Yes, but also also the f- inflammatory things, right? Those are all things that are going to make your body go, what the fuck is happening? Yes. So, Which you will, know, like, spike your blood sugars, yeah. etc. So your detox, what exactly is that? What does that consist of? So I really... I'm an asshole with this, and I do this program called Sakara. 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 It's these two like fabulous lesbians models in a. Cu- I think they're in a couple, um, and they just send you your food. So it's oh. like, oh, well, yeah, like a dick move. I don't think that's it. Well, you know, it thing is. Well, as in like, it's expensive, so it's like. A dick move in terms of like it, you know it's not not available to everybody i'm aware but, but also you're really... doing it for your job so in a way you're paying that's with true it. that is true 
mm-hmm. by my job yeah and I wouldn't I wouldn't do this I don't think unless I was I think actually the original reason I did the Sakara was because I was having like massive hormone imbalance or what I felt like I never got I did get tested but I feel like now I'm in a better place to be able to go in and say like oh this is the day you need to test me for these hormones mm-hmm. but um but at the time I was just like I couldn't really work out if it was COVID or if it was like if it was getting older or whatever but my hormones were just like nuts during COVID especially like the latter like beginning of this year I think since the beginning of this year my 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 hormones have definitely been way more haywire but I think a lot of women first of all I heard that their periods were a lot heavier in the beginning of lockdown um, mm. And I wonder whether that's because we were less active because we were at home or, or you know, various just did the change of environment for being stuck at home. But also then I heard that after getting jabbed, a lot of mm. my friends' periods got really dreadful, including mine. So, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I've heard a it's, lot of that. Yeah, apparently there are way more studies now than there were before about that. And like originally, obviously classic female thing to do is to just suffer in silence. Mm. So like everyone was like, oh, it's just me. I won't mention it to anyone. But Mm. like the more people said, oh, actually my periods have been, I had the jab, I had the double jab of Pfizer and my periods haven't been affected, but I feel like my hormones got affected maybe by me getting COVID. Right. I got COVID. March of the like the very first March like the first before we even knew like the taste and smell thing that's when I first that's when I got it and I feel like it really did inflame my system I had like weird breakouts with makeup where like if I put anything on my face it would like react loads mm-hmm. and I had what else did I have I had just like I don't know just like really just really was feeling my hormones more or at least I can't, I can't actually remember that first bit. I just know from the beginning of this year, so maybe like a year later. Mm. But I didn't have the jab until after that was going on with my hormones. I don't think. Oh, the mm. timeline of everything is oh, so I weird, know. isn't it? It's just all over the place. But um, yeah, a lot of people, like a friend of mine said her periods and hormones are all over the shop. And her sister, who was menopausal perimenopausal like basically had stopped bleeding had the jab and then started bleeding again for the first time in like a year which is nuts did you have that fear as well um because i definitely did when we were you know in, in just in that beginning when the covid um vaccinations became available the fear of will it affect my fertility for sure what if i am pregnant or what if i get pregnant in between both jabs or all of those questions yeah i just had a like will it affect my fertility was the only thing i thought Mm. um and we still don't know the answer and we don't really know the answer i mean obviously don't want to be like an anti-vaxxer or a well no we've got the vaccines we've had the vaccines Yeah. yeah but that doesn't mean that it doesn't scare me a little bit I, mm. I was by the time I got the vaccine I was super positive about it like I was one of the you know in America we had like this is the day that over 30s can apply for them or whatever get them and we were like straight away got our got our yeah. bookings but I remember at the beginning talking to a friend who worked for McKinsey which is like a massive um 
don't really know what they are, like a research company, I guess. I don't, I don't, they're just huge. <laughs> she was, and they, they do a lot of like um, the gathering of data. I think they were gathering of data people. So she gathers, she they, sorry, they gather all of the data about, um, uh, about the uh, testing and about the um, effects and stuff. And I remember them, I was, to, to them, I was like, I'm really scared about it. I don't think I'm going to get it. Mm. And they were like, okay, interesting, interesting. And then they sort of were able to talk me through like a bunch of things that made me feel a lot safer. So by the time the jabs came around, I think that's kind of a natural human reaction though, right? It's of like- Of course it this, is. This it, fucking weird thing that's not really been tested very much and nobody fucking knows. Uh, mm. But then obviously it had been tested a lot by the time we had it. But just, it's a natural human reaction, I think, to be like, I don't know if I want to put that in my body. I might wait a bit. Definitely. <laughs> but I think the added worry was that, uh, you know, if you're going to put something into your body with nothing else planned, then you're only potentially affecting yourself. Whereas if you are pregnant or you're hoping to get pregnant mm. and you've just had the jab and then that could maybe affect the baby then all of a sudden you're putting something in your child's body potentially and mm. that was mm. something that really freaked me out just because obviously they couldn't test on pregnant people fair enough but the reason yeah. I ended up the same as you I skipped to my jab after I spoke to a friend who is a doctor now she's a skin doctor she's got one baby and she was pregnant with the second and she did all the research in the world because you know if you're actually carrying a baby and you need to decide yeah. whether to have it or not and she said with all the research with all of her friends who work specifically in that area the conclusion she came to was i am at more risk and my baby is at more risk if i get covid than I am right. and than my baby is if I have the vaccine, which kind of makes sense, doesn't right. it? And that's what made yeah, me go, great. well, she's actually carrying a baby, so I'm going and let's just be done with that. Let's hope for the best. Um, yeah. So anyway, COVID boring, yes. boring COVID. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fuck off, tell COVID. us Fuck off. about the book, because I've waited two weeks oh, now, because I knew about this a week before we started, and I really want to know, because I feel it's going to just like help me save me whatever well I mean I had that feeling I was like oh this is gonna save me but this oh, week's been so me fucking now. difficult <laughs> cancel but maybe it will save us yeah cancel the book no the book's brilliant the book's really brilliant and I finished it and I finished it so proud I finished the book well to done, be honest me. I never finish um, books so you should be proud well done Erin got a lot that I haven't yeah well thanks to the yeah thanks to you and the podcast I probably wouldn't have finished right. um, but it's a really really like so detailed like there's so much information in here it's by a lady called Maisie Hill I'll show Maisie it to uh, the the uh, iPad um, and she's obviously like the best person to go to for any information like I'm going to give you like a second-hand version of this but she's been on sorry guys but podcasts. Maisie Hill wasn't available so Erin Richards is gonna have to do <laughs> I'm gonna bumble my way through this so the book but is she's on, yeah, like, period power right period power yeah period power and there's a bunch of books like this that are all about like 
harnessing your hormones and tracking your cycles and there's been ones over the years but she's just like the latest person but there's other stuff like there's one called woman code and there's also another book called period power by nadia okamoto Mm -hmm. but i believe that is more about like the politics of periods and like how women in you know countries in the developing world or I hate that term but in the developing world are kind of not able to get sanitary products and it Mm -hmm. really fucks up loads of you know obviously loads of people's lives so that's more about the politics but this one is about tracking your period and then kind of working out where in your cycle you are Mm. obviously if you're trying to get pregnant you probably do know a bit more but just generally like your moods around the whole of the cycle not just in that like specific ovulation phase but just breaking down this this kind of calendar into um she she's borrowed from someone else this idea of the seasons Mm -hmm. so you've got winter spring summer autumn Mm -hmm. so basically you have um she she has on her website this uh, menstrual cycle chart, which looks like this, which is like a circle. Oh my gosh, hang on a second. Up. Hang on a second. So <laughs> w- what I'm seeing at the moment is like a massive circle and half of it is written in. Is it ri- is that your handwriting? Is that all your... This is me. Yeah, is that your Erin my... Richards Gwaith Catra? Gwaith Catra is homework, yeah. sorry, in Welsh. I know it's Gwaith Catra because it just reminds me of school. Oh my gosh, that's like lots of information. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What? What is it's that? A lot what? of information. So basically, this thing is broken down. She's got it on her website, which we'll probably give information to when we give out information on our Instagram. I don't know what we'll do, but whatever we do, um, <laughs> we'll let you know what this is. But basically, it's a it's a chart that's broken up into thirty days. So it's a circle, and it's broken up into thirty little like pie charts mm. that you write in. And what happens is when you, when you day one is the first day of your period. So that's um, right. And is that how, they, how it you, generally is counted that day yeah. one is the first day of yeah. your cycle? Yes, absolutely. Right. So okay. the first day you bleed and not like the spotty bleeding, maybe if you have yeah, like I remember a that. day before. It's like full bleed. Full on, you know, punch in the face. On. You have got yes. your period. <laughs> Punch in the badge. Is there, um, I, think, so I think actually then, now is the time to say that phrase. So just sorry, pause a second. <laughs> when Erin and I were thinking what we're going to call this podcast, there was lots of little things that came up, wasn't there? And I don't know, but yeah. at one point something was said, and I'm sorry, mum, if you're listening to this because it's quite crude, but it was punch you in the funny, <laughs> which is horrible. But you know, sometimes it would get us recognised, though. You know, most really stand would. out. But also, like sometimes it does actually feel like that for me. It feels like someone has just gone and punched me. I'm not going to say it again the because they know what I'm talking about. There, in the funny. Finish me off. I'll finish it. In America, though, that'd be punch you in the ass, in the butt. Okay. In the bum. Yeah. <laughs> for- Punch you in the front bottom. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so now that now I felt like we just needed to share that, and I'm really glad that we didn't call yeah. it that. So back to the drawing board, Erin Richards. Talk us through your wheel. So the wheel, the wheel of fortune. Basically, you start day one, or you start anywhere, but you know, if you want to be like OCD about it, start day one, and you wake up and you check you check your temperature, which we've discussed, but we can definitely go into, which is not working for me because my temperature is all over the fucking shop, like thirty six twenty five. 
uh, 35, 78, 36, 27. Like, it's, it's never consistent. Are you doing because it at like the same you, time and stuff? No, I can't get up at the same time. I know. Nowadays. It just doesn't But I think that's another happen. thing, you see. When you think of the way us two live in very sort of yo-yo manner, where we're yeah. either at it or sleeping, you know, hibernating or whatever, I, I don't think that's yeah. helped us, probably. But anyway, continue. Probably. Um, yeah, so I wake up, I check my temperature, and then I write a couple of lines about how I feel immediately at the beginning of the day. Tell us, and one, then tell I go us through this my morning. Day. Tell us this oh, morning. God, oh, no, this morning is terrible. Worst sleep. Woke up at 4 a.m. Massive, massive anxiety. Feel shit. Oh, babe. <laughs> yeah, but now I feel a bit better. I feel quite tired, but I feel better. So that's Good. the thing, right? You just go through all these different emotions in a day and now I'm really paying attention to it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm like a yo-yo. But I guess up it's down, good down, therefore... Down, down. What, you didn't know this? <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm quite optimistic. So I look back and I'm like, oh, I'm really happy all the time. <laughs> Maybe... Really um, not. Yeah, I think there's definitely a thing in um, recording things at the same time every day which is difficult obviously if um, your sure. life isn't consistently yeah. the same every day hours wise and stuff but I think maybe if we could get ourselves into cycles where we are getting up at the same time every day and you know sort of mm. and going to bed at the same time every night then mm. maybe your mood wouldn't be maybe. quite so different I don't know maybe as, as well, we've said no, but we are not uh I nearly said scientists then. We're definitely not bloody scientists. <laughs> We're definitely not scientists. We are not experts. Anyway, continue. We're not experts. We're not experts. We're just giving our, our, our own little... It's our own little world that we're living in, that we're sharing, um, in the hope of reaching out and helping others in their own little worlds. Are we all... Does everyone feel like this? I think a lot more people than the let on think like this and feel yeah, like this. Sure. You know, yeah, we're all just yeah. like quietly crazy, but we're a bit more vocal about it, maybe. That's sure. what I think. Okay, great. Hopefully. Because <laughs> I'd love to speak to someone who's just super consistent. I mean, Carson's pretty consistent. Well, so's Will. Maybm we just need penises mm. and then we'd be fine. Ugh, fuck those penises. <laughs> <laughs> you would well, never I mean, leave yeah, the house I mean, if you had a penis. <laughs> Erin, are you coming out to play? No, I'm playing by myself. I'm coming out. No, no, I'm perfect. No, no, thank you. Thank you. I also think I'd have a massive penis if I had a penis. That's oh, my God. So big. Huge. Huge. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, I've been recording it, and what's supposed to happen <laughs> um, is you're in your winter. Winter is... So this is the, the the whole idea of the of the seasonal thing with the cycle. Mm -hmm. So winter, you start your period, you're in your winter. It might start like a little bit before your period starts because you start feeling the feels of like, oh, I might be bleeding a load of blood out of my vagina in a, in a short while. So mm -hmm. you start going really super insular, apparently, in your, well, not apparently, I, I experienced it, in your winter. Yeah, so the So day. like you'll, you'll, yeah, right, you kind of get a bit, you go inside you want to be inside your house you go inside your body you feel really like a little withdrawn maybe a little bit um distant from everybody mm. so like i remember my first day of my period my first day of my bleed was um actually quite it's quite nice the first day i feel like i sort of feel release i think you mentioned that as well yeah you like feel definitely like oh god getting out all the all the shit that i built up over that month yeah and bleeding it all out feel really nice like feel quite 
um, kind of spiritual, like quite in mm. touch with myself. And like, I can usually meditate. I feel kind of that I'm allowing myself to slow down and like not achieve so much. And I can just like be in my three or four days of like mm-hmm. little cocoon. Um, and then the second day I got very withdrawn. So I like didn't really want to talk to Carson at all. Just like, f- like was sort of like present, like, yeah, yeah. Could like answer questions and stuff. Like wasn't being like an asshole to him, but just felt very much like I can't deal with your shit because I'm dealing with my shit. And that was also quite nice. And I just had like these lovely three or four days of kind of introspection, mm-hmm. um, which was interesting. Cause I always thought my winter, like my bleedy bit would be like the bit where I was I don't know, kind of not happy or I don't but know I, what I thought. But I think that is possibly because um, unfortunately, often we have to do things, don't we, during our period? Like the, uh, I remember sure. the one thing I hate having to do is perform and especially sing uh, because um, when I get yes. my period, it really affects my vocal cords. Um, and I feel bloated, being looked at, being around people, the pressure's on, then I think you're right. I think you do feel a bit like, oh my God. Whereas if you can just hibernate because you're in your winter, then I think, yeah. I mean, unfortunately for people with irregular periods, that's difficult. For people with busy lives, that's difficult. But at least if we're aware of it and maybe we can, you know, minimize on the stuff that we've got booked in our diaries during that time, then that would maybe help absolutely I think like this is my hope from from doing this period tracker and what Maisie uh, Hill recommends is that you you do a few of these so you track your period for like three months Mm. and then you look at like where you're likely to be in your your winter and you just really try not to put too much in the books for that you know and stick all your big performances in the summer when you're like motherfucking Beyonce walking around like a, the sex pot that you are uh, and you can do all the performing some people can't some people don't like to be looked at etc etc but like mm. f- me and you it's probably really good for us to not be putting anything although like you said like if you come on five days early it's really difficult to kind of work that out but sure yeah like as much as you can try yeah, not to be out it's just the awareness isn't it when you have the awareness yeah, the awareness if it's yeah. if it's just something simple give yourself like- a break that evening after a long day's work and putting the kids to bed you're supposed to be going for dinner with mates then maybe you can just go actually yeah i need that actually, bit guys, to just be yeah. me hibernating in my house yeah and if you ta- if you're going out with women mates or you know anybody that has a period they're going to be like absolutely sure yeah, stay inside totally. yeah like 100 percent, don't come out like just say i'm on i'm on f- I, I actually did that this cycle I said a couple of day, a couple of times on my first and second day of, of my period, I was like, "Guys, I'm on my period. I'm just not doing stuff." And how did like, that get responded to? Was everyone cool? wonderfully, like really great, really mm. great? Because every everyone well, yeah. who has a period go through it, goes through it. Yeah. So, um, so that was great. winter, and then okay. you hit spring. Oh, right. and how's spring, so, Erin? You skipping so, through fields so. and daisies <laughs> in a white well, I should dress. have been. <laughs> That's what I was fucking hoping for, puppy dogs, <laughs> happiness. But like looking at my bloody chart, I've been all over the shop. But I think I'm just getting it, you know, I'm just kind of working it out. And I think what happened, which is classic apparently, uh, day three behavior is day three is when ovulation starts to kick in. So you've got like day one bleed, day two bleed, day three bleed. And I think I kind of only have about three days bleeds. And then on 
and then the third day is when ovulation starts to come in. So the way the like the hormones affect a lot of uh, people who have periods is that you get in your you get estrogen kicking in at the first part. So estrogen comes up until you ovulate and then it goes away and progesterone kicks yeah. in after you ovulate. And that like really fucks with people. And also you can produce too much estrogen, you can produce too much, not enough progesterone. Like there's all these different things which are all explained in the book that I won't go mm-hmm. into because I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> so estrogen goes up, then progesterone goes up. Uh, and so in your first part, so once estrogen kicks in, which is like day three-ish, you start feeling like, oh, I'm like, I can go back out again because you've had your like insular winter time mm-hmm. and then Eastern comes in and you're like, oh my God, let's get back out. And uh, what Maisie Hill says is like, be really careful not to just like fly out the door. And which what is, of did course, you do? exactly <laughs> what I did. Even though I read it. Like I read it. I went out <laughs> and I think I spoke about this last week when I went to the uh, ladies night in the place called The Woods. Oh, so hang on. The lovely lesbians. Were, were you on the day three when you went to this club after yeah, loads of wedding that cake? That was it. No, 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 no. Okay, that was, fine. that was, I'm further in now. But like fine. day three was like when I went out to that club uh, last week and I told you about, you know, I just, I went out for a meal with my mates and then we ended up going like on a night out. Fine. And I was like dancing with all the hot lesbians and not yeah. getting hit on and got told that I was... Was oh, I, yeah, asked, I was asked clothes. if I was in work clothes. Yeah, that was my day three. See, I was I was dressed to go back home. Yes, but that my, was oh, it. My estrogen literally made me go out. So I think what that did potentially was like fuck me up a little bit for my spring, which is exactly what Maisie Hill says. Don't do it. She was like, if you can try and like rein it in a little bit until you're like a little bit further into maybe day eight okay. is when you can like start. So. I was too too soon, peaked too soon, and basically maybe just kind of messed up my spring a little bit. In the spring is supposed to be a time for like play, like loads of new ideas. Oh, something I forgot to mention in your winter, which I did, and it was amazing. I did like a really beautiful meditation where I just let all these like thoughts come to me. Mm. And then I wrote them all down. And it basically, it can be a time for like manifestation. So your winter time is the time that you're kind of the most attuned, the most like, um, you've got really great intuition. So if you can find even just half an hour to yourself to be still and quiet and do like, it doesn't have to be a meditation. You could just sit with your thoughts and just kind of get, get a bit of a sense of what your body and your brain and everything is telling you in this time because that apparently then you can manifest for the whole cycle Mm. so like I had things like I had people that I wanted to connect with I had like um ideas that I wanted to um develop like you know like in terms of my work I had um, I had this weird message come through, which is like, if I want a baby, I have to take mugwort. I don't even, I haven't researched that at all, but just like Stay nuts tuned, things guys. like that come. <laughs> I've got a feeling that mugwort's really bad for reproduction. So maybe it was don't eat mugwort, mugwort. Oh, but it was just God. like, you know, as in like, as in just words coming from nowhere. Like, sure. where did that word come from? So I wrote all that down. So basically that's your winter. And then in your spring, you can start to kind of play with those things. So you can mm-hmm. um, you can sort of develop your uh, ideas that you've had for work, but like don't try and don't 
apparently we shouldn't try and get too attached to them in this phase we should just be the playful phase and if you have kids apparently this is like a great parenting phase because you're like super playful and Aww. like a child with them that's so nice. it's really nice yeah i haven't experienced any of that in my spring <laughs> so far maybe i have i mean Do you know what probably i just thought as well here. when you were saying about the winter um that you're really intuitive i become mm-hmm. so sensitive during just before my period and during like anything upsets me and it always sort of I've always thought of it as a negative thing but now that you've just said that I've thought oh hang on well maybe so maybe it's because I'm so sort of connected but then that that so I'm sensitive but I'm but because I'm throwing myself out there around people I'm getting upset and offended whereas if I was using that sensitivity in a safe space at home to as you said just create or whatever and be connected well that's a completely different thing so thanks Erin amazing it honestly put it put such a positive spin on my period for me this this period like that was the best that's the best time I've had this month it's owning it isn't it basically yeah Using and it and your... enjoying it if you can. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people obviously have really bad period pain. Mm. And there's a bunch of stuff in the book about that. And obviously there's like people who've got like endometriosis and it's just like intense as fuck. Mm. Um, but she does, I mean, if, if it is something you can work with, like if the pain is, if, if before you reach for the kind of the painkillers, which is perfectly fine, obviously, like if if you can work with the pain a little bit, mm. um, there is potential in there to find like, it can be like also what your body is telling you um, that is going like that's bugging you as well you know like if there's something in your work or something in your relationship or something like this is the time where you can really like hear it because once estrogen kicks in everything gets glossed over like everything's fucking fine again and it's not till you get back round to your autumn when things start bugging you again and then you're like oh fuck yeah that came up in my period <laughs> do you know what and, I just and then thought? I ignored it do you know what I've just thought what? if we were both the hormone you'd be estrogen and I'd be progesterone. <laughs> you're always like, everything's fine, everything's fine. And I'm always like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. <laughs> I think I'd much rather be progesterone. Oh, really? Estrogen feels like too much, yeah. Oh. I'm not really, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, it's I all mean, right, it's yeah, just but, an okay, observation. So We're not actually these things, no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but like, but, but, but my, I'm realizing recently that my like immense positivity and uh, what's it called? Um, uh, what do I have? Optimism leads to some like really quick decisions, which can be quite ridiculous. Like I like this, my house at the moment, like I bought this house um, within, so I wanted to buy a house. It was like off the back of, you know, my, it was like my, my, the money that I made on Gotham. I was like, okay, I've got to do something with this or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to spend it all um, on. <laughs> I was going to make a crude joke there. I'm not going to do that. So I would spend it all. So, <laughs> so um, I bought this house and basically I decided I wanted a house on like a Wednesday. I saw this house on Sunday and then the next Wednesday I had bought this house. And I only saw five houses. And some people take years to find their well, house. And I was like, this one's fine. I, well, I, I will match you with, okay. if I am making any big decisions, for example, buying a house, I generally go for the first one because oh. as soon as I see other options, 
I get so fearful that I will make the wrong decision that I would rather have only ever had the first option. So it's interesting because we're both Sagittarius, we're both really impulsive, but for very, very different reasons. I think everything will go wrong if I don't choose the right one, so I just choose the first one, whereas you just choose the first one because it's going to be great! (laughs) This is perfect! Yeah, I like look around my neighborhood and like all the like terrible things around here, which haven't really changed, like, you know, like shops or whatever that that aren't like, you know, whatever, like there's a, it's not terrible, but there's like a, um, what are those things called when you put out the fire? Extinguisher. <laughs> extinguishers. There's an exti- there's a shop that just sells fire extinguishers. But when I moved in, I was like, that'll be a bakery. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like... <laughs> No, it's a fucking fire extinguisher shop, probably forever. (laughs) (laughs) And the windows are shit, so I have to pay like 10 grand to replace the windows. And the fucking basement is flooded, so I have to pay 10 grand before my insurance will give me any money to fucking sort the basement out. And it's like, Jesus, Erin, like, could you not have maybe looked at those things? And it's it's loud and it's whatever. It's just like, I don't know, my optimism maybe sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't do me so well. But anyway. Anyway. Puppy dogs. Puppy dogs. Springtime. So yeah. springtime, you go through your spring. Playful, playful. And then you hit your summer. And everybody's charts can be different, by the way. It's not like there's... Some people have, like, really long springs. Some people have super short summers or really mm. long autumns, etc. And probably change as you get older. Right. So you go through your spring. Then you hit your summer. And summer is like, motherfucking, like, you are out there doing Beyonce, your shit. Beyonce, Beyonce. Yeah. Um, so apparently, your features change in summer. So you become more symmetrical. So you become more, basic, essentially, like, Oh, my God, my looking. face is so wonky. I've completely and utterly inherited <laughs> my dad's face. I've got one ear about an inch higher than the other. I think I've got one eye lower than the other. I and not. I always used to say that I couldn't look at Bradley Cooper because his face was so wonky. And I think oh, it's because really? it's my face. My face is wonky. <laughs> oh my God, you are too. Bradley Cooper. Maybe everybody's face is wonky. <laughs> I mean, I think they are, you know, officially everyone's sure, face is wonky. Yeah. But in your summer, it all oh, straightens wow. back up again. Yeah, That's really interesting. We should Absolutely we should take nuts. pictures in the height of our winters yes. and the height of yes. our summers and see if it's any different. Yeah. <gasps> Love it. How exciting. So wow. you go all out in your summer and obviously that's when you're ovulating. And then you and then you stop ovulating, estrogen goes away. There's a little bit of testosterone as well. We've got testosterone, which is really cool. We go like I'm gonna go out there and fuck everyone with our testosterone. But you actually, um, sorry, I changed my mind. You're not estrogen. You are that one. <laughs> and I welcome my friend Erin Richards. Testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm oh like, God, I come in for like three minutes. <laughs> And your th- your um, coming oh. into the ring music would be dun 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 day which is probably about the amount of time that I'm grateful that you're anywhere one day of greatness (laughs) 
anywhere. That's so true. She arrived eight days late and she's got to leave early. (laughs) Classic Karen Richards. Oh, amazing. Our friend, our friend, our friend, Carisoleri calls me 60% in the air, which is terrible for the environment. Our friend, Carisoleri calls me the giant clitoris. She's got great Hi, Gaddis, if you're listening. Shout out to Karis. <laughs> Fabulous Karis. Um so yeah, so awesome. Wow. Sorry, so summer, test our trunk is in, and then yeah. we go out, we fuck everyone, or just our one person that we want to have a baby with. And then um, <laughs> And then, it, and then estrogen goes, testosterone goes, and then progesterone kicks in, and then we're in autumn. autumn. And autumn is probably our hellscape because it is the time that you get super self-critical, apparently. Oh. Although, God knows, I feel like I'm in self-critical. Well, not self-critical, actually. I'm just in anxiety hell. But autumn is when we get self-critical. So that's really fucking helpful to know Absolutely. when that time is. Because then you can just look at your chart and be like, oh... I'm in autumn. I just need to give myself a fucking break. Yeah. But it's it's really, autumn can be really useful. So like summer is when you're like out and about. And if you can kind of, if you, if you want to do something in work, like, so say you've been super playful about your like project that you're developing summer, you can like really go for it and kind of do all of your, like do the work if you can apparently sometimes you can't focus because you're trying to go fuck everyone so you can (laughs) if you can harness that and like do your projects it's a really good time also if you've got any like big speaking engagements or like you you know you're gonna go out and sing or whatever you're doing then that's a great time to do it because you will feel fucking great and apparently you're really eloquent in your summer Mm. so we'll be able to test that with our podcast we'll see it's gonna yeah mm. um and then uh and and then autumn then is a time when you want to kind of if you've done all these projects say you've like been hardcore writing you know mm. whatever project you're doing then in the autumn that's the time you want to edit shit because you just don't want to oh, go out you're, uh, but you're you critical as well you're so very you're self-critical yeah so you're okay. analytical yeah so that's the time that you want to just do any of the work you've done just like really do a good old and again edit on it. what that means is that you're using these maybe what you would have considered as negative feelings as ways to be positive and to encourage Tense. and enhance so that's really, yeah. you know, I mean, when people say, you know, positive mental attitude and stuff like that, it is bloody difficult sometimes. However, if you can just switch things, twist them to work for you, which it sounds mm. mainly like what that chart is, mm. it, you yeah. know, one, yeah. knowledge is power always. If you, if you know always. that that's why you're feeling like this, but then on top of that, if you've got a way of using it as a tool, then bloody marvelous. Yeah. Absolutely. So hopefully, I mean, yeah. And then the other thing in autumn is you might want to do a lot of tidying, which I fucking love, like organizing cupboards, Mm, sorting your Tupperware Tupperware (laughs) Oh my God, it begins. Hashtag Tupperware chat. Do you remember? Saying hashtag something really like over now. Yeah, it's like giving the thumbs up in a WhatsApp message. That's what old people do, Erin. Yeah, do you remember in I our wedding, um, yeah. one of Will's vows to me, my husband, was um, I promised to keep my Tupperware collection to a minimum. Oh, yes! 
and have that going so much tupperware it's actually broken, all right and mine of course was um i promised to put lids on things mine not oh. going quite so well you know that purple oh. shampoo you know like the it's like it's almost like a toner for blondes and then it makes oh, yeah, the yeah, blonde exactly more ashy the silver but it's something. literally yeah. like purple dye yeah i accidentally put that in the shower holder upside down with the lid not on properly and it's dyed the whole white shower just like purple line all the way down but that's perfect for you you love purple you've got a big purple van i know but it doesn't look intentional it looks like somebody with very bright purple blood was stabbed in my shower (laughs) barney you fucking killed barney (laughs) That's why he's gone away. Sorry, Barney. Um, Well, Erin, thanks for taking... Oh, interesting... Sorry, just interesting fact about Tupperware, though, that you might want to hear that I I read in the... If you want to turn us off now, feel free. Yeah, please. We could do an entirely different Tupperware podcast, maybe. (laughs) Riveting stuff. For the lovers of Tupperware. Um, So, apparently, um, a lot of Tupperware has BPA in it, which is terrible thing hormone oh really constrictor i mean god knows it's in here somewhere i should have found the passage i didn't know we were going to talk about it but bpa apparently is fucking terrible like so much of the shit they put in our in our world um and it can it can basically stop you from being fertile so if you can only use glass and if you are some some tupperware is bpa free and also don't ever um put the tupperware in the dishwasher because getting it really hot releases BPA oh God, and don't freeze do anything. Oh in, God, we yeah, exactly right. I know. Going. Just just clear it out and get and get um, and get uh, glass. Apparently, but but the this is again thing. from the same book. The information, absolutely, yeah. There's okay. so much information in so this book. So once again, it's, it's really take us through the title, yes. the author, so the, and I, let's all go yeah, and read so it. I'm going to go and read it after this. Fabulous! It's Period Power by Maisie Hill. Maisie Hill, and thank you. Maisie Hill, and her, I think her website is just like maisiehill.com where you can find the, men- <laughs> the menstrual cycle chart. And basically you don't have to write all this information. You can just write one word per day, you know, shit, mm. great, calm, uh, anxious, uh, nailing it. You know what I mean? All yeah. the way around. And then you can compare it month on month. And apparently it's pretty accurate. Like month on month, you will feel the same every <sighs> And I suppose once you've done about three months, you've you've gotten into the sort of swing of of understanding, oh, this is how it works, this is how I work, and then you don't necessarily need to be writing it down all the time, you're just aware of it. And I think, well, yeah, as I said, knowledge is power and... You know, when you're you're premenstrual and you think you're going to, like, I don't know, push your husband down the stairs or something, I'm only joking, but you know what I mean, once you say (laughs) to yourself, it's all right, you, you premenstrual then immediately I definitely feel better I go oh god what's well, yeah. fine then yeah because you know it's going to yeah. end whereas that catastrophizing sometimes because you can't remember where you're at is horrible yeah absolutely just keep a track of it and just be gentle and kind to yourself I mean like yeah. what else what else can we do um, on what that note I'm now going to be horrible <laughs> to myself and completely rip the piss out of myself because I think it's my turn oh my to do the god. voice recorder thing oh I god I absolutely love this so I had I'm so happy that it's you this, this oh week oh god well I had an, an, a, a sort of inkling of what I was going to 
use as my first recording to show you uh, to play you all because I remembered doing it years ago but I was looking for it this morning and I couldn't find it but what I did find was a Welsh language translation of it so I'm just going to play it and then you know we'll um we'll go from there right so here you go three two one in corner do we then hariad that can yes und tio wang homodi it gets worse now get dang hornet corn now und get now get dang hornet in corn with forchiabdi oh my god what does this mean so basically, the English language version of it was, uh, oh I can't God. sing it. I'm just going to say the word. So I am a Such unicorn. Such a high note. I mean, I mean, there's lots of questions about this. Um, but first of all, I, w- I will draw your attention to, I don't normally sing like um, a female version of Pavarotti. I don't know what that is. I don't know why I sing it like that. But um, the the, the translation of it is, I am a unicorn, my love, I rainbowed on you, but you stole my pot of gold, now I will fuck you with my unicorn horn. (gasps) Oh my God, can you please sing that in English? (laughs) Okay. You can go lower. No, hang on. I am a unicorn, my love, I rainbowed on you. But you stole my pot of gold. Now I must fuck you with my unicorn horn. (laughs) Oh my God. It's an instant classic. Are you fucking kidding me? That is brilliant. I don't know why. That is brilliant. Not allowed to steal it, anybody. That's ours. (laughs) We have to figure out if people can steal these. You I, can't find the English one. We worry. don't need it. It's I don't, right there. I know, but it's just odd because I didn't even know that I'd done a Welsh one. So that was done <laughs> on June the 29th, 2017. And if you can oh, hear, brilliant. there's like a, a an indicator going in the background. So I'm obviously driving oh, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. I, of, I often do these in yeah, the car. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? But I'm only ever doing it when I'm hungover as well, which is odd. Um, I, my brain works differently, yeah. obviously, when I'm hungover. But I think more than anything, I remember um, the situation. I was really angry and upset with this girl, and now apparently I'm gonna fuck her with my you're unicorn fuck horn. Her with your unicorn horn. That's not gonna be very nice, is it? Or it might be lovely. Who knows? Secret dream. Oh God. Anyway, so I, I now understand your discomfort of last week. It's really weird exposing yourself like that. It's weird. It's weird. Um, I, think I don't dr- think they're all. So- I don't think all of mine are songs. I don't want to. You know. I hope, well, I just went back I to the very beginning, to the oldest yeah. that I had. No, that's that what we're going to do. That's what we're Great. doing. We're just going all the way through. Fine. So okay. Oh God. <laughs> I just <laughs> hope we're not coming across as like some show tune kids. <laughs> not that that's a problem, Erin. Um, I don't think the standard is anything to. <laughs> really enhance the idea of us being uh, yeah um also just before we go on. yes go on this week yesterday in fact i got in touch with a doula so you know we <gasps> said that we wanted things to come out of like you said you've managed yes. to finish your book because we were doing this podcast yes. so i've um, known of this doula who um i need to read up exactly how you describe a doula before i just 
announce it to you but basically she's going to be helping me get pregnant and then doulas can actually be birthing partners with you and stuff as well um so i'm going to be talking about her next week and Amazing. um i'm really excited about it and she i think thinking really of going on a journey like this and having somebody with me to aid me um it, it made mm. me think of you know like how um when um a, a in aa meetings you end up getting a sponsor so you've got like a wingman to sort of keep you mm -hmm. on the straight and narrow i kind of feel mm. that that's what she's going to be in baby making terms and in self-care terms so um yeah. but yeah that's what i'm gonna be talking about next woman. week my wing Amazing. woman i've got I you on one wing and my doula on the yeah. other wing and my You're unicorn horn in the middle <laughs> oh, my oh my god okay mortified. oh my god well good luck with your spring i guess Thanks, you're in and your yeah. uh cervical fluid and your uh whatever else happens this this month this yeah. between now and then we're mm -hmm. going to be ovulating so you know <gasps> good luck babe good luck babes saddle up <laughs> oh god do i even want a baby at this point Who oh knows? don't <laughs> that'll be for next week <laughs> or the oh. week after yeah maybe yeah uh, exactly yeah, yeah we'll maybe. go there all right i'm gonna go now yeah. and um i love you, I love you. speak to I you soon you. bye guys love thanks you. for listening bye bye, bye. bye. Fertility can be a lonely and confusing place at times, so if you're ever struggling or not sure, pop over to the NHS website or call in with your local GP. Also, we would love to hear from you. We're not not trying podcast at gmail.com or not not trying podcast on Instagram. If you've got any questions, any comments, we would love them. Join us next time, and until then, be gentle on yourselves, guys. Lots of love.